I can trace the best parts of my career to the dogged application of a single concept, the Pareto Principle. You've likely heard of it in one of its many forms, the 80-20 Principle, so named for Vilfredo Pareto's discovery that 80% of Italy's wealth was distributed amongst 20% of its people, the law of the vital few, uneven distribution of results. Here's an example. If you're a content marketer generating 100,000 page views from a library of 100 articles, it would seem logical to expect those page views to be roughly evenly distributed. Each article should, on average, account for around 1,000 page views. This hypothetical distribution is just that, hypothetical. In the real world, most blog traffic is generated from a handful of hyper-successful articles, each generating, say, 10 to 20,000 page views apiece, while the remainder account for a relative trickle of visitors. This is the Pareto Principle in action. Most results come from a handful of activities. This applies to wealth distribution, website traffic, blog posts, you name it. Crucially, the same principle applies to your career. Most of the activities you complete each day, articles written, meetings chaired, campaigns deployed, will have a small, marginal impact on your life. They'll do okay, sure, but they won't radically alter the direction of your career. In contrast, a tiny fraction of activities will have a stunningly huge, disproportionate impact on your life. Salary negotiations, meeting your spouse, choosing your employer, writing a viral article, and so on. The implication? Most of your time and energy is spent on activities that barely impact your life. Inversely, you're treating your life's most pivotal moments as though they were any other. Wrapping my head around this concept triggered a serious through-the-looking-glass moment. And now, the Pareto Principle stalks my every waking moment. I try to turn it to my benefit in three ways. For one, I spend a significant amount of mental energy prioritizing high-leverage activities. I try to start each morning with an hour focused solely on the day's most important activity, and throughout the week, spend the bulk of my time on needle-moving pursuits. These high-leverage activities tend to fall into one of three categories. Aspirational. These are activities that help you move closer to an aspirational role. For example, you want to become director of marketing, and someone asks you to help with a marketing campaign. Financially rewarding. Some activities have a clear and direct relationship to financial reward. The archetypal example is salary negotiation but I'd also include one-on-one -on -one meetings or even revenue-generating activities like sales calls. High profile. Highly visible communication that's likely to be scrutinized by peers, customers, or bosses. Within this category, I'd also include anything that your boss asks you to do. Secondly, I use the principle as a prompt to hand off projects and switch to new initiatives when diminishing returns set in. Often, getting the bones of a new project solidified is enough to yield 80% of its return. Effort beyond that point is sometimes a misuse of energy and resource. I love Wistia's 1, 10, 100 series as an illustrative example. 
a $100,000 video is higher quality than a $10,000 video, sure, but it's not 10 times better. In this instance, you'd see greater total results from publishing 10 $10,000 videos than you would a single $100,000 video. Lastly, I aim to willfully underperform in low leverage areas. Every job includes a host of shallow work, to use Cal Newport terminology, that can swell to fill your time without ever yielding meaningful results. The Pareto Principle encourages you to ignore, overlook, and otherwise neglect this shallow work. This can be phenomenally difficult. Who likes doing a bad job? But it's a natural consequence of the principle. Succeed at low leverage work, and you'll find yourself doing more and more of it. When you willfully fail at an activity, you'll find that either nothing happens, in which case you've successfully reallocated mental energy without consequence, or else you're pulled up on the negligence, in which case you can reprioritize the activity. It now falls under the your boss told you to do it category. At its heart, the Pareto Principle reconciles the eternal friction between limited time and unlimited options. It's a mantra for working less, relaxing more, and focusing your life's energy on the handful of areas you care for most deeply. From my own experience, I'd waited at six months of applying the Pareto Principle in this modest way, striving to periodically evaluate your allocation of time and mental energy towards high-leverage activities, will have a dramatic impact on your life. You'll get more shit done, sure, but you'll also feel happier and more satisfied with the fruits of your labours.